back to the Jan and Landy show for the June 2023 edition. We both aged 10 years in the spring market so far, uh, especially me. Uh, It seems like um, only the best are in this market. Um, So that's where we are. And uh, Landy, what have you been up to? Uh, What have you been seeing the last two months? Well, a whole lot of uh, eventful activity. I would tell you that uh, this market uh, definitely requires the right team, um, a lot yeah. of a uh, lot of patience, and just uh, doing your due diligence up front. I mean, we've seen the requirement uh, for cash offers kind of being commonplace. It's it's really, I mean, Redfin put out that report. Thirty four percent of wow. new transactions that closed in um, in April were cash, you know, were cash transactions. So one so, in three offers are cash. Yeah, exactly. So um, competition is obviously at its highest. Um, every property has on average about 10 to 12 offers. Um, obviously that varies based on county, et cetera, but it's competitive out there. So, you know, one of yeah. the things that, we've been doing and seeing a lot of traction with is our, is our cash offer and our buy now, sell later program, which allows individuals who have traditional financing to remove that from the table and, and be able to offer cash just to kind of get in front of the line um, of that bidding war. Um, Cause there's always in every situation, there's a competitive offer. Yeah. I mean, uh, just to tell a couple of stories, the last few buyers I had, one was had to beat 57 other offers <laughs> and he was cash. Um, but it wasn't just that. You also have to be creative, aggressive, fast, you know, have all your proof of funds together. You got to have the trust of your client or as a, a buyer, you need to trust your agent that he's guiding you in the right direction um, and have that open line of communication Otherwise, a deal like that's not possible um, and a few other cash buyers. So it is true. I mean, some of the cash buyers are people that are downsizing that just have had a ton of equity in their house and they sold their house and they're renting it back now. And now they're they're in a use and occupancy situation. So now they're super aggressive and cash. (laughs) So it's like compound. And even worse, some of those people are not even selling their house. They're just going to rent it, you know. So, yeah. uh, so if they have a two or three percent interest rate and they're moving from a townhome or even a single-family home, sometimes they're just renting it because they could make that cash flow for a couple of years if they don't need the cash to buy. All right. So, so yeah, I mean, one, one of the main things that we've seen a challenge with is obviously inventory, right? Yeah. So you have a lot of people that are in love with the interest rate, but even hate the house. Right. They need yeah. to get out of the house, but they, they, they love the rate. Right. I might so, be one of those people too, Landy. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's 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 hard to convince an individual as much as they need better accommodations yeah. for themselves and their family to say, Hey, I know everything is great financially for you. Six and a half percent, seven percent is what you know the market calls for. And it's like, well, I have three percent, so this yeah. conversation's over. Right. So that's what's kind of created this little wall and what it's typically the peak of real estate transactions, which is the spring and summer market. 
you have mm-hmm. individuals who are just not willing to take the plunge and say, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to give up this interest rate that I have. And they're holding back on listing their property, even if they need better accommodations. So right. um, the, the Fed and, and their talks yesterday um, kind of really didn't do anything to motivate um, interest rates in, in our favor. Um, yeah. They're talking about potential future rate hikes. Um, so the market didn't really like that and really, really isn't reacting how we'd hoped um, because there's, you know, kind of a catch 22 when it comes to interest rates dropping, which eventually they will once right. the financial indicators tell us that inflation is somewhat under control. When Once interest rates drop, we're going to see more buyers come into the market because they say, okay, well, now's my opportunity, right? I, yeah. Like six and a half, five, eight, seven, five sounds great, but is that going to be enough of a motivator for those sellers to say, okay, now let me list because I hate this house and I want to move on, um, and I just didn't like that that high interest rate that I was going to be getting on my next purchase. Is five, eight, seven, five going to do it for them? So it's going to be interesting to see how that all plays out once we actually are in that once there's a five in front of the rate, I think we're yeah. going to see a lot more activity on both ends. And, uh, you know, something that's not talked about a lot is, you know, in the 80s, 90s, and 2000s, there's sky-high birth rates, you know, higher than previous uh, decades. Yeah. So all those 20, 30, 40-year-olds need houses. <laughs> so if you're, you know, holding back because you think prices are going to drop or the market's going to crash – I would just say um, there just seems to be way too much demand for housing uh, to worry about a price, huge price correction. A- a- absolutely. I mean, I think that um, a lot of the consumer is still banking on or having flashbacks of that the crash of 2008. Um, that was obviously caused by bad financing, um, mm-hmm. easy financing. Um, if you bought a home in the last five to 10 years, I can tell you it's not easy to, to get a loan. Um, I can tell you that most households have a significant amount of equity um, and low interest rates, which was the complete opposite of what happened in 2008. Yeah. In 2008, there was an abundance of inventory, higher interest rates because everybody was coming out of the, the adjustable rate products and no equity, right? So right. Um, if you... If, we practically draw blood before we give give out mortgages these days. And <laughs> yeah. everyone has so much money down. A lot of people are putting um, for the last two years, there's been a lot of cash transactions. There's a lot of average um, down payment in excess of 10%. So what causes a housing crash mm-hmm. is the lack of equity and the homeowner's um, disengagement or uh, of the responsibility of making the mortgage payment they feel like they have a depreciating asset that's that can be further from the truth um from where we stand today um homeowners their net uh, the majority of their net worth is the equity in their house in their home so there isn't going to be a crash prices aren't going to be correcting where there's going to be this abundance of opportunity where there's a 10 20 percent decline in property values there's just way too much demand for the inventory that we have because rents 
are still sky high and, and that that isn't stopping. So I would it, say, you know, if you're frustrated in this market, um, the best thing to do is kind of reach out to a professional and put a plan together, um, either Landy or myself, and we'll kind of do a, 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 a triage and figure out what what's the problem, what do we need to put in place to get to where we want to go, because every situation is different. You can't really talk to your friend, your aunt, your uncle who bought their house in 1986, you know, what they no. did, you know, <laughs> they were in a completely different you know, fluid environment right now. And like, there's different strategies per town, you know, there's different, like, um, you know, do's and don'ts, like depending on, you know, wh what County you're in, does the house have septic, you know, waving inspection in one town, it might be fine, but in another town, it has a lot more risk. So it's something you need to kind of go over with your you know, real estate advisor or finance team and see what your options are. And I would say you should challenge us to also find you something off market because if you're just sitting there looking at Zillow, you know, you'll be waiting the rest of your life. Um, Absolutely. I mean, it could be, I, I, don't, I can't recall a time where it was more important for you to do your due diligence up front with the right team and, and know your options. Let's talk about cash offer. Let's talk about renovation yeah. financing. Um, let's talk about all of the different ways that you can attack this market and then start your search um, yeah. because if you're well equipped with just mentally and emotionally right listen you're not you're, you're like you said your aunt and uncle that bought a house 10 <laughs> years ago and say hey, it's listed for this why don't you get the wheels turning at this and yeah. it, right it, it can't be further from the truth you have to be ready to go in go in aggressively um above asking is standard these yeah days. Uh, um <clears throat> uncommon for properties to go 40, 50. And talk, you know, talk to your lender about appraisal gap strategies and yeah. what, what is an appraisal because, you know, it's very common in this market to have limited or waived appraisals and you got to kind of know the risks factors and the opportunities around appraisal. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot more to talk about in the initial consultation than ever before. If you want to win in this market. Yeah. Um, but, you know, having a cash certification does take time. This isn't something yeah. to call Landy up on Sunday night and say, hey, best and finals Monday at 9 a.m. Right. <laughs> you know, it needs a couple yeah. of days to go go through that underwriting. But that time you put in is worth it because it makes your offer that much stronger. That's why they're going to give you a million dollar proof of funds along with your offer because it's fully underwritten. That's but right. you have to take the time to do that, you know, ahead of time. But it'll save you a lot of headaches down the road. You'll find get your house faster. You know, you'll get to closing quicker if you do the work up front. 100 percent. Yeah. If, you, if you're offering cash, you have a much better chance of, of, of getting to the front of that line of, of that bidding war and, and winning and winning that offer. I mean, the stats are there. 30 percent of the offers are cash. So how are you competing against that? You know, you have to figure out a way to waive the mortgage contingency. You know, if you don't actually have all the cash. So cash and keys is one way. And then if you're. Lack, you lack of doing that, I'm sorry, lack, lack of doing that will just get people discouraged. And you know, if you it, bought uh, your house before 2020, you probably have at least 30% equity in it. And if it's not meeting all your needs, even though you may not have a lot of cash in hand, the buy now, sell later program is perfect for anything under a million, right? That's the limit right now. Um, so if you need to go from like a 
four to eight or five to nine, you know, a hundred thousand, five hundred to nine hundred thousand dollar house. It's kind of the perfect product for you because you don't have a home sale contingency because that's not even that's not even remotely entertained uh, home sale contingency right now. So you got to figure out ways around that. Yeah, no, it's 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 the perfect product for someone who is again cash poor, if you would, but equity rich. And you know the biggest hurdle would be well. Why would we sell if we, you know, we're not going to be able to buy in this competitive market? Having the contingency to have ourselves, I have to help sell our house first. So we obviously eliminate that sales contingency and make them into a cash buyer. So it's it's the the only solution for that individual who's who has a property that needs to sell in order to buy. And I'm literally uh, right before this, I was recording a video for a QR code that I'm putting on letters, you know, for one of my cash buyers that says, you know, who got certified through your program says, Hey, my buyer would like to buy a house in your neighborhood. He lost out on this house. So now I'm circle prospecting around other townhomes, you know, that fits the, his needs. And I'm going to get a lot more calls because he doesn't have a mortgage contingency. That's you know? And it, so it's like, Oh my God, this basically opened this letter. It's $500,000 cash. Like that's going to get a call back, you know, um, or at least be highly considered. So yeah. You know, it's, yeah, it's, it's it's interesting out there. I actually had a scenario this week um, where a client lost out on a bid, and I, and I was able to see um, the other offer. And I knew the agent, and he, he said, "Look, they they took the sellers took this offer because in the addendum, the buyers were offering them a cruise, a five day, <laughs> a five day cruise, and." Oh and a 45-day use and occupancy. They can stay in the house for 45 days, and we're going to send you on vacation for five days. That's the kind of stuff that's going on. That sounds like something I wrote. (laughs) I've been been sending private chefs, donating to charity, all this crazy stuff. But you got to think outside the box in this market. You know, you can't just be look like every other offer. And it's important, you know, to get the other side thinking with the other side of their brain. That like so, it's not just about money, you know. It's also yeah. about yeah, maybe these are nice buyers. I can donate to charity because it's not always about money, you know. Um, sometimes it's about speed and convenience. So you got to be able to read the room in that regard. Um, sure. Well, if anyone out there is frustrated with this market, feel free to reach out to either Landy or myself, and we could even do a Zoom call with all three of us, you know, um, or four of us, whoever's on the buyer sell side. We could put a plan together for whether you're upsizing or downsizing. Uh, I think we have a product or solution for you. And um, we look forward to hearing from you guys. All right. Happy to help. Thank you, Landy. Talk to you later.